0: I just want to invest in people that really want to be the best that they can be. Hello, everyone. It's Todd Screema and Robin Lavasser and Jim Reed here to do a "Be Your Best" podcast on for branch managers. This one's called "Focus Forward." Focus Forward. Oh my gosh! There's so much to talk about. This. This is actually Jim's brainchild. You know, I. Uh, we all have things that we're learning. Like I think in this market. How I, how it translates to me is all the bad market really does is show you what you need to get better at. And so I think of things like, wow, I was pretty entitled. I'll, I'll admit it. I don't feel that way today, but I felt pretty entitled. Um, uh, focusing forward, like, uh, you know, Jimmy's going to talk about this. Um, hey, I found out I got to get a lot better at sales skills. Like here I am coaching sales for 25 years. And I'm like, nope you're You're like a seven out of ten, you need to become a ten to get through all this and and, and to to get back to numbers that I want I got to go to a ten so I had to hire some new coaches I had to read some books. I was up at five o'clock this morning reading a new business book because I was so into it like I'm really coachable right really? now, extremely coachable yes, I am like a sponge right so Jimmy, give us an overview of focus for because you coach a lot of people and in and, and I totally agree with your message I, but I forgot how you said it.
1: Okay. Well, I, I just think that um, the past doesn't matter, right? I think the thing that we always say on this this podcast is people who live in the past are depressed, right? People who live in the future are stressed. And if you're talking about how many yards you rushed for in high school, you're probably not that successful right now. That's just the truth, right? So I think that we all rushed for a bunch of yards in high school over the last two years and we gotta stop talking about it. And what I said on the on the branch manager one was, You know, if you're a branch, if you're if you're a loan officer or a branch manager and your last three months is your average production right now. Right. So if you did two and then four and then one, that's seven and seven divided by three is like two and a third. That's where you're at. And you just got to accept it and be there. Like accept it's the wrong word, but you got to just know that's where we're at and focus forward. And so the assignment that I give to everybody, and I would give it to anybody listening, I would give it to Robin, I would give it to anybody in any business, is to do both right now over the next week, a one-year and a five-year vision. Okay? A one-year and a five-year vision. So a lot of loan officers had loan partners or loan officer assistants. Uh, Maybe they had two, maybe they had three during, during their peaks. And now maybe they are sharing one or they have none or they're sharing two. Um, And it's no fun time. I'm just telling you right now, it's no fun. Can you imagine me and you sharing an executive assistant? Hard. It's It's just not a good time. And so in order, what I want to work on for people is how do I get to my next step? Where am I at in one year? So what's your, like, the way I break it down is how many leads do you need a month? How many pre-approvals do you need a month? How many closings do you need a month? And where will they come from? And what will you do to get the business? So you actually taught. We kind of developed this together out of a class. And I think it was back in my referral only days, bro. Um, And I'm going to try and share it. And I'm not that fancy. And we're going to see what happens. Um, Forgive my voice. It feels like I was at a rock and roll show. Uh, Oh, my goodness. Oh, is that it? Hold on, wait for it.
0: Oh no! You talking about the the team flow chart? Yeah, that's an ingenious little tool. Well,
1: uh, you guys can't see it, right? Mm-mm. I don't think it's going to enable me to share it, but I, I never
0: too. tried to share something on this, so I don't know how to do yeah, it.
1: Yeah, so it's okay. So, um, <clears throat> listen, there's three parts to your vision, right? So, the first is. There's marketing, operations, and your results. Marketing, operations, and your results. So in your vision, right, I need to know where you're getting your business. And we prefer how many pillars, Robin, do people get business from in our industry?
2: A minimum three, ideally four.
1: Yeah, I like three. Three is easy for a a normal loan officer. So one is your database, one is your realtors, and then one could be builders or business people. Right, And what are you going to do in a written plan to mail, to call, and to visit each one of those pillars? Right, Like what we teach in the database is mail-do them once a month, an evidence of success postcard. Call them, call 15 past clients a week and do an annual review. Call them twice a year and invite them to a client appreciation party. One of them could be pictures with Santa. And one of them could be at a theater, a matinee. But know what you're going to do for each one. Know what your goal is for leads and your results. 10 leads a month from your database, close two loans from it. 25 leads a month from realtors, close five loans from it. Right? 10 leads a month from business people, close one or two loans from it. And then just start to work it and plug it into your calendar so that you can focus forward. I'm Mm -hmm. so tired of hearing anybody talk about anything that happened in the past. And so that gets you moving, right? But the secret is to do the five-year vision. So, Robin, what's your five-year vision look like? Like, what are you you building in your branch in the next five years? Where are you guys headed? Give me some ideas. How many loan officers will you have? Mm -hmm. How many deals will you be closing? Because here's the problem before you answer if I, call, if I had all my loan officers in a room, Todd, and I said, hey, check this out. We're no longer answering the phone for realtors. It doesn't really work. We're gonna buy all our leads. We're gonna go consumer direct. I know we've never done it before, but I promise me with your careers and your family, it's gonna work out. Are they gonna follow me?
0: Mm-mm.
1: They're not, right? But that's what everybody's doing right now. They don't have a vision so no one's willing to follow them and it's dangerous mm-hmm. it is super dangerous and the people you lose when you don't have a vision are the good employees
0: mm-hmm.
1: the not so hot ones stick around yeah right so what do you what what like give me something you're working on 5 years from now robin
2: yeah. So, I mean, I'm a big fan of, of having a, a bit of a line at the door, but we, you know, we've been really blessed to be number one in our County and our branch. So I feel like yeah. we, we're really clear on the vision kind of being the top of the heap, but the, the truth is I'm looking for uh, somebody to emerge as kind of the leader, if you will, of our branch. I say this boldly and so that I, I can step away and do a hundred percent, you know, EVP of sales. So it's a, I mean, that's one of my visions is that I grow and, wow. and continue to, to observe a leader that steps in and takes over.
1: So check this out. What you said was so powerful, right? So why have I worked for Todd for 27 years? Because you always have a place to grow. Thank you. He was always growing so much that I could always do something else, Hmm. right? So your vision gives people who work for you an opportunity to step up and run that brand someday. Yes. So they're gonna stick around and they're gonna work hard Yes. And they're going to be with you. And so I don't care if you're a loan officer who's doing two or three and you're working on getting to eight. You want the good processor to work on your loans? Mm-hmm. You want the good uh, loan partner assistant to support you? Show them your vision that you're going to eight. Yes. While the rest of them don't show them nothing. Yes. And see whose files they grab
2: first. Yeah. Well, that people is, want to work on their growers. It's a, I think you bring up a really good point, Jimmy. And, and one thing that I just want to add to it is I want you to think for a minute, like all of us, what, what we would want as an originator in, in somebody else, would you want to show up to a dark closed office? Do you want to show up to somebody who's in a bad mood or the door's closed every day or they're, you know, they're worried about the, um, who knows what it is, but, you know, only checking in on, on things that, that make them money versus thinking about you. I, my point is if you made a list yes. of the things that you would be inspired by, um, you'd want to please somebody, if you will. I, I know you and I, we work for Todd Screma. It matters to you and I if Todd Screma is happy with us, right? It matters. It's a, it's, it's a daily thing. But I think that one of the things that I see in leadership in general is would you work for you? Mm. Check your ego for a minute. And mm. would you work for you? Because there are moments and days that I have to check myself and say, Robin, did you behave today in a way that said you would want to work for you? And did you show up? Were you consistent? Were you energized? Were you impactful? How did you play the game today? What did you do for your people instead of seeing what they did for you? And I think a lot of people have gotten very lost in this scarcity mindset right now, leaders that are looking for what can you do for me because I'm lacking, right? That scarcity mindset, you know, get, go get me more loans, go do this for me. And people aren't, realizing what they're really playing for. And that, that is a, that is a, a big issue right now. I, I see the same thing in a lineup of loan officers. If a realtor had to choose out of a lineup, why would they choose you? Why?
1: Well, check this out. Like, as I say this, tell me how crazy it sounds. Okay? okay. I'm going to leave my branch and move to Puerto Rico and I'm going to run my branch and manage my loan reps from Puerto Rico Mm -hmm. and live there for the next 15 years and then maybe retire. Uh When I say that out loud, does that sound crazy to you? Sounds crazy. But people thought it could happen over the last few years. Yep. And that's them thinking of themselves. You're exactly right. Right? This example of exactly what you're saying. Like, listen, doing loans is not easy. Doing a loan and processing it, it's not that hard. But going out and finding loans, that is not easy. And it takes a community of people that go to work every day and have a vision and have tactics and help each other get better. I mean, that's what we do at Summit. That's what we work on in Next Level Coaching. And I just see so much opportunity right now for loan reps. And I really 100%. think, God that the opportunity is over, like it's January 18th, 2023. The next six to nine weeks, there's so much opportunity, Okay. Like if you haven't gotten busy yet, it is the time to get highly active and highly visible because March 15th, write it down, the phone's going to start ringing for the realtors again. And they're going to be less accessible and they're going to be less available and they're going to be less open to you helping them. So if I can give you anything to leave the call with, it's you got six to nine weeks to make it.
0: Yep. Yep. Totally agree. You know, in a, in a, in short terms, you know, when you're have when you in an industry that's down 60% year over year, that means 60% of people got to get out. And sometimes that that's some of that's already done. Some of that's going to be done by June. And you got to choose what it is that you're that, – you know, I was having this conversation with a loan rep this weekend. And I said, do you love it? Like I asked myself that question. People are like, how come you're still doing this, like going through all this stuff? I said, like, I still love it. Like it's we Maybe I'm psychotic, but I do in thoroughly enjoy it. And I look at this market as a fun challenge. And sometimes that's hard to say because I don't always feel that way in the moment. But in general, day in, day out, I do. Um, let me leave you with one idea because we, we like to keep these short and to the point. I've got one idea that can really help branch managers and I'll just quickly go over this and then offer something up to you if you want to view it. We've had a lot of success training new loan officers into the business. Both Jim and Robin, a large part of their branches, Robin's branch did a billion dollars last year, just shy of a billion. And 70, I think with 75% of her loan officers came from this program. The problem is, is that a lot of them don't make it. So We created this online university called Loan Officer University, and we teach new people into the business. They pay for it, and we teach them how to become loan officers. And it just started in January where we started this new process. I'm telling you, it's fun as hell. Like, I'm personally coaching them one hour a week, and then there's a bunch of stuff online that they do every day. It's fun, and it allows us... We just started running ads for bilingual loan officers blowing up, which we all know as branch managers, if you can get some bilinguals in there... In some different get into some different communities that are still very old school, man, that's a huge leg up for a new loan officer. So if you want information on Loan Officer University, I'm happy to send it to you. Shoot me an email. My email is t s c r i m a, so t screama <clears throat> at summitfunding.net. I will send you a free video on how all that works, so that maybe you can get involved with that. But it's a if you're a branch manager and you could get an army of people to be trained for you and then just plug them into your branch when they're fully trained, there's still a lot to learn. I'm not saying there's not, but they've got a super strong foundation. That's money, 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 money. To we're interview, just to give you a feel, we, we're interviewing this month, 172 people that want to be in that program. That's crazy. Robin, what are you going to finish with?
2: Well, I was, paying for it. And they're paying yeah, for they're it. They're paying
1: for it, so they're happy to learn, right? Instead of feeling like your program's not good enough, yes. which is what the guy, yeah.
2: Jeez. Well, I will tell you, I, I just as a plug, just stating the obvious here, Jimmy and I were both trained in sales and in ultimately, I, I knew loans before I came to Summit because I'd worked elsewhere, but ultimately by you Todd. So the fact that the fact that I mean you are delivering the yep. information, you are you are adding value back. You are constantly looking for things. You know, this podcast is about branch managers facing forward. Like ask yourself, what value are you adding to your people? Are you are you led by people that are adding value to you so that all of us can keep growing despite this market? Because when you can do that, you know, when I got in this industry, the owner of the company, this is, I got lucky. I got a year of coaching sales training with Todd Screema and that changed the trajectory of my life. Like when you are in a company where you have a boots on the ground owner, when you yourself are running a branch and signing up for leadership and you're a boots on the ground and you love it the way that Todd just said he loved it, I'll tell you what, that's contagious. That's what'll help you grow and survive uh, whatever market comes at you in the future.
0: Yeah. And I appreciate that. Jim and Robin were both uh, Jim. He and I were college roommates and then he got in the business and did great. Robin knew loans, but didn't know sales. And I was a MLA mortgage loan apprentice. I was in that program. I was one of 10 people hired by Jim Crafrini at Sierra Pacific mortgage, still a mentor of mine, still a great man. And he got me into this business. Now, just so you know, I was one of two that made it. Two out of, well, he hired more than 10, but when I started, it was 10. So I came from that same program. So I think sometimes you got to look at, well, I came from that program. Robin came from a similar program. Jim came from that program. Like, let's just do that right? So sure. if you want information on that, email me at scream at Funny. Happy to send you the video that fully explains all that. And God bless all you guys. Keep working hard and focus forward. Thanks, guys. Have a great month. Do some love. If you liked this episode of the Be Your Best series with Todd Screamer, make sure to register for new episode notifications at www.beyourbestseries.com. And don't forget to leave a five-star review and share this series with someone you want to be their best. Send an email with any questions or comments to BeYourBest at SummitFunding.net. Summit Funding, Inc., NMLS ID 3199, Equal Housing Opportunity, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org.